Hey, there it is. My switch was off. Oh, that's so much better for you too, Leo. Listen to how. Hey, my name is Leo. Is your name Jason? Yeah, dude. Listen to how in the room you are with us. Uh, so, this is Taj Mahal at Rock and Roll Circus. You've seen this shit, right? I think through you, yeah. Yep, yep. We could easily do a whole episode on Taj Mahal. Basically, because it kind of doubles back to our Johnny Eccles episode. I think he lived down the street from this dude. Can you believe we talked to him? Yeah, that's weird. Have you... It's funny, because I've been trying to... Because we've been trying to get this episode put together. Yeah. For what seems like hours or days at this point. Have you heard from What Eric? is time? He was on a plane. Last I heard, he was on a plane. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was that. traveling. I've been texting him for days. I'm like, let's... Fucking do this, dude. I'm he was. To go. We were supposed to do this like earlier today. I don't know what happened. I'm worried about him. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if he's alive. But I truth. went downstairs right before we started. You and I started talking, and I found this. That's his. That's his. Korg micro microtron, and it's not mine. That that's you not mine. Me. No, that's not mine. Mine has the delay built in. Come on, man. You're doing it wrong. Eric! Hey! 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 Here he is. Eric's here in studio. In studio with us. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Show me how to play that. You know who's really good at this? Henri. Sounds It's Jesse Ed Davis. Jesse Ed Davis is the guitarist. Oh, so you knew his name. No, I looked it up. Because oh. I, I was just reading about him for some other reason. And he looks fucking so locked in, man. Taj Mahal is sick. Rock and Roll Circus, this performance, this um, uh, concert video is amazing, man. There's so many cool things. You get to see Jethro Tull with... Um, uh, miming. They're miming. So he's playing the... He's miming? Else. Yeah, they're miming on that. Get right, up, get right up on that mic, man. Yeah, I'm right on that bitch. Michael Lindsay Hogg. Uh, now your host. <laughs> it was Michael Lindsay Hogg. That's a fucking really excellent point. Your host for the evening, the Rolling Stones. Oh, so yeah, John was like practicing that for like. <laughs> like he got oh, we into see that a, and let it in. in yeah, uh, you see all the back. outtakes. Oh, that's awesome, man. Eric, it is. So good to have you here in studio. Do you want to um? Do you want to get into a little collapse out just because you're here? Might yeah, as well just do, do one. Let's Push fucking the do this. Collapse out. Welcome to collapse out, everyone. My name is Leo. I'm joined in studio today with Jason. Hello. Per usual. And. Hello. Surprise guest. Ah. That is normally only via the internet, but today he is here in the flesh. I can't believe it. Eric. Thank you, Scooter. I'm almost ready. <laughs> <laughs> that was from. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about that. 
uh, again, it's very nice to be joined with Eric in the studio today. He is one of my oldest friends, um, one of the uh, people that I know that has the deepest well of musical knowledge, one of my best friends, the best musician I've ever played with. Wow. So thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, yeah check this out. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Amazing. So That's why I get paid the here. big bucks. Yeah. Great to have you. So today we are just going to be talking about some music that we've been listening to lately. Nothing too heavy, nothing too deep. Just catching up. Just right? catching up. Yeah. We haven't been in the same Sorry, I room. was planning on getting heavy and deep. Uh, okay. Right. Well, I mean. Right. Great. Let's, uh, well, let's go. We'll get slow, deep, and hard. Do you want to plug your phone into the water? Okay, great, great, Jesus. Here, can it, Tony, can you hear this? Yeah, yep. you got it, right? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you know what? Let's just jump right the fuck in. We're going to talk about some music that we've just been listening to lately and just stuff that's been on our minds or just in our ears. So we're just going to go ahead and just fucking jump in. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, I have this, I'm really excited about, I, if I, if I get my way, we are going to do an episode about this band, but I'm just going to give you a little taste, uh, today, um, band called Les Relis de Nude, uh, band from Japan formed in 1967, disbanded 1993, um, never put out an album within that time. Um, very little was officially released, uh, and you know, there's going to be a lot more. If we do this, we're going to do it right. We're going to do it research. I've been trans, or I've been finding translations of their lyrics into English. I have a PDF that I'm going to send you guys. I can't wait. I love uh, PDFs. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's well organized. So, um, what anyway? The lead singer and guitarist who led this band uh, to absolutely no commercial impact whatsoever <laughs> for for you know. Uh, 25 years, basically. Respect. Respect. Uh, passed away a couple years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, now his estate is being gotten into order and being managed by members of his family. So they are getting the tapes into order and they are going to start putting stuff out for the first wow. time. Crazy. Official releases from the master tapes. So all you could hear from this band was bootlegs, basically. Right, um, right. extremely bad bootlegs. And this is a band that played extremely loud. Uh, so everything was difficult to hear. You're everything. not going to get it in a bootleg. You're just going to get, yeah, you're not going to hear the, well, I mean, you, you can enjoy it. I mean, these are right. some beloved bootlegs, but sure. like, you know, every basically, uh, now they have this thing coming out called the Oz tapes. It's on a label called temporal drift. Um, I've pre-ordered it. I'm really excited about it. And I'm going to, Cue it up. Hang on. Let me get a take two. a sip. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're never drinking. We're it's gonna, always like two in the afternoon. Yeah, it's two in the afternoon. And it's like Henry's going to wake like up. You're drinking like Diet Dr. Pepper. Your son is in the other room I, I, You know, it you. is an adjustment. I do wish I had my Diet Dr. Pepper yeah, right dude, here. This but, is gonna, um, it's going to get funky while you're here. So, yeah, we're going to hear the chorus and then the guitar solo. And you guys are going to flip out when you hear this. because really yeah. yeah, let's go.
That's fucking sick, dude. Sick, sick, yeah. sick. The snare drum alone is just so exciting to me. Absolutely. So I've been listening to this band for a couple years, like getting more, they're the kind of band that you just kind of get more and more obsessed with. But um, I've never heard anything sound that clear from this band. And uh, it's it's really exciting. I'm really excited about this coming out. It's not it's not going to drop until like November, but get onto Bandcamp, get onto Light in the Attic. I think also have copies, so check it out. You can pre-order it. Color variants. Right. That's funny that you brought up a band that's kind of like their music was sort of hidden for not yeah. hidden, but like not super available. Well, the funny thing is, like, they had a huge amount of releases on Spotify and on streaming platforms, but they were all illegal, and they were all being managed by basically shady shady people who were kind of trying to control the catalog. All those people have been kicked out. Their catalog has been wiped off of Spotify. Right. So you can't hear the bootlegs anymore. But, But what you can hear are these new tracks that are coming out that's great i have an artist so i would very say similar to that on now my is list. a good time to like talk about this band because things are changing and th- like i feel like these uh tracks that are coming out are redefining everything we know about this band that's awesome and that dude. guitar solo you just heard goes on for another eight minutes exactly jesus christ why can't you fucking uh, that's good eight minutes seems reasonable it's I'm an just ele- 11 minutes yeah i started two minutes later. really showing Jeez, some restraint <laughs> Um, so the bootlegs, though, like the the ones that are being wiped out, are people still going to be able to find them if they're clever? Uh, if you know me, you can get absolutely anything you want. I know you because I um, <laughs> I've grabbed everything that I could ever get from them. Or you can try to scale that collapse out paywall. But you also you won't have to because I've done several easily digestible Lairelli's de nudes compilations that I will send to you guys and do our episode. Uh, Focus on those. It sounds like we're going to be touching on them anyways. Uh, I, I, I'm that's guessing, my intention. I'm guessing that's a lot of this episode. Uh, who should go next? Me or you, Leo? Uh, I think you should go. All right. Okay. So, geez, I tend to be the most vanilla of the three of us. Vanilla is a fucking delicious it's, flavor. It's delicious. Um, so it's springtime here in Maine. Uh, so I tend to, I'm starting to think of like warmer sounds, just like uh, things that make me think of uh, the heat and summer and just feeling good. And uh, a lot of the times when I'm thinking of just the heat and having fun, I'm thinking of uh, the Flying Burrito Brothers. All right, six days on the road. Uh that is one of my favorite tracks by them. Again, very vanilla. You can find it easily on the um, Gimme Shelter uh, documentary. Footage, Altamont footage, six days on Yep, they have a few other performances by it. It's Sneaky not- Pete. Sneaky Pete, who worked for which animation studio? Tell me. Uh, Hanna-Barbera? Uh, it's not the Fleischer. The is it Fleischer's? No, it's Gumby. Okay. He, he worked on Gumby and Davy and Goliath. So it's kind of like that claymation yeah, sort of. Yeah, he worked in clay. Worked in clay and pedal steel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fire up the burritos. Let's do it. Stays on the road.
fuck with the burritos? I like this. I haven't been like super exposed to them. Yeah, it's pretty much straight country. Country rock. Kind of their first. I'll get to it. I just want to. That's some action. Yeah, yeah I just. I well, let's fight back out. into that Lay Release Denudes track. That I, I, <laughs> so man, you can hear the pedal steel. Yeah, and and yeah. the Telecaster. Can you see my nudie suit? Uh, yeah, I mean, one thing I want to say is the tempo for that song is obviously like it's very coked out. Way it's up. very coked out. It's it's speeded and coked out. Like nobody Absolutely. would take that song at that. It's just it seems like it keeps getting faster almost. Um, I think uh, there was this period like seven or eight years ago where, when I was more on Facebook. Now I kind of leave Facebook out of my life. But, uh, Frank Black was actually kind of active on Facebook for a while, and he would just post clips, and they were always really cool. Mm-hmm. So like there was Nina Simone clips that he posted that were really good, and one of them was the Flying Burrito Brothers on some TV show doing this song, and. You know, and it was like, yeah, that's Frank Black and the Catholics right there. Like that's sure. Yeah, he, he had the pedal steel going. And then right, Chris Hillman. Chris Hillman. Right. Graham left very quickly, but uh, Chris right. kept it going for a while. Yep. And then, like some of the performances without Graham are still like really, you know, Sneaky Pete is uh, very solid dude. Right. And it was basically those. It it was those two that kind of started it though. Chris Hillman and Graham Parsons yeah. after they both sort of left the birds. Yeah. And so is this country pop, country rock, or is it straight country on some of the albums? Because it seems like well, the... It's, uh, it's they're... pretty speeded out. So, I mean, that's the the rock things from because of playing it so fast, you know? Right. So, I, I don't know. Maybe kind of hillbilly no, I, I guess, or I guess whatever, all the Nashville but... guys did like their uh, PCP. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Finally, the uh, the Hicks are taking acid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you guys being from California, does this sound like California to you, or well, not you know, this really? is California, guys. Like this is Cal. Hick. Well, okay, so like, let's break it down because Graham is from Florida, right? So right, but he, he was comes, but he comes to California, by, right? He's inspired by a certain idea of California, except at the same time, he's emulating. Bakersfield and Nashville to a kind of kind of blending them together, you know? Mm. So I don't know. There's nothing there's nothing you could call like authentic. It's it's completely appropriative. But, you know, that's most music is. So let's put a pin in this for my ne- until my next choice, Leo, you're up. Okay. Uh we're gonna change up the pace just just ever so slightly. Yeah, I bet. So we're gonna change up the pace. Just a little bit here. And what I chose was Tropical Fuckstorm and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with their song Satanic Slumber Party Part 2, Midnight in Sodom. Let's hear a little bit.
So that is off a recording from these two Australian, Australian amazingly prolific bands that continue to mystify me with everything they do. Um, we're talking Tropical Fuckstorm and King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And if you're familiar with Tropical Fuckstorm, then you're probably familiar with The Drones, uh, Springtime, and Gareth Lydiard, uh, ModCon maybe. If you're not familiar, you should get familiar uh, this song, or this recording, was released on March 14th, 2022. My birthday's on March 19th, so it was like a really cool birthday present for me. And when I heard it, it was amazing. Of course, this is on Joyful Noise Recordings, and I think this track is just fucking insane. I love this. These two bands always make me feel like, you know, as someone who plays guitar and tries to write songs or whatever makes me feel like I am not <laughs> trying hard enough. <laughs> well, this is Shredder. I hadn't heard this yet. No, and you, you, you're you constantly trying to get me to listen to this band, and we're Maybe. watching the um, the video here, um, yep. and this looks like a birthday party kind of held at our house here. It really does. This video is pretty yeah. whack. It's great. Uh, and the, uh, Seance from 1908. Yeah, the end of... The track itself is sick, and I I really do have to to dig into this. So they've been but they've been doing this like kind of like making funny movies. Like they have a full length Tropical Fuckstorm have a full length movie, but they've been making yeah, like, goody goody gumdrops. They seem to like enjoy dressing up in costumes and doing funny movies right now, and I, I'm here for it. Sure, yeah, right, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my pick. Um, I if you don't know these bands, do yourself the favor and. Check them out. I've, I've just been like in a total springtime hole lately. Uh, yeah. 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 Springtime's fucking awesome. Uh, was the Dirty Three? Check them out too. Um, I got the bootleg of one of the Sydney springtime shows. Nice. I want to hear that. It's on my Walkman. <laughs> it's on, yeah. If you, if you come in my car, my rental car, you can hear it. Okay, with the uh, Florida sick. plates. Yeah, with the Florida plates. Yeah, they're definitely trying to Florida my man. My they, they my upgraded us here. to an SUV because uh, they didn't have the sedan that we wanted. So yeah, score. It's a bigger car. You're gonna need that. Uh, we got eight suitcases. Huh? Shit. Fair enough. We got eight suitcases. <laughs> hey, anybody ever traveled across the country with a, a family of three? You gotta bring a lot of shit. Including your effects pedals. In- including effects the pedals, box uh, I separately sent to myself of my PC tower and all of my pedals. <laughs> I think it's the PC tower that really gets me. I just didn't want to let go of the production side of things, you know? I just I felt like I still needed to be involved. I, yeah. yeah, I mean... I believe it We is. can just switch to a different mic. It's Eric's no, turn. It's, it's good. It's fine. I like Eric. It. That sounds better. Eric, you are up. What... Have you selected? I'm gonna um, bong hit. Go for it. I'm gonna play. Is my track, my music track up? Because I'll just, I'll just start it. I think you fade yourself in. 
Um, this is the first thing I listened to when I got on the plane yesterday. Once I was certain that my son was not going to need my attention for eight or nine minutes. Um, this is a live album by Oneida. We're called Oneida. I like this little dialogue. Bit. Don't clap yet. You want to fade out? It goes on like that for another nine minutes. Is there singing? Yeah, eventually. But it's yeah. a ways in. I mean, I think they start singing just before the end. It sounds like traveling to me. Yeah, no, it's it's really good for being on a plane or just. Yeah. Being, yeah. I mean, you know, I was just letting it all rip. Right, right. That's cool. Where are these cats from? They're from Brooklyn. Um, they've been together for Technically, they're still together. I think they have a new album coming out soon. Um, they're one of the, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot I could... I would love to do an Anida episode, too. Um, but didn't come in with the intention of pitching dedicated episodes. No, no. That's nothing. Uh, to me, this they're just one of the best bands ever to do it. No. <laughs> we were talking yeah. about them a lot right. over the last weekend. So I got it by this. Uh, cut out all the bullshit for music, like uh, notes and words and chords, and just do one fucking thing forever. <laughs> right. And thank, just thank you, thank you for finally. That's the kind of music I want to hear. It's just like completely direct injection. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just brutal. Just, just completely. Uh, you know, and it's so they're they're aiming for this incredible precision, but you can hear them kind of slip in and out, and that's the, that's the fun of it. Like, you know, they're trying to they're all trying to land on this really tight beat. You can hear them kind of struggling. Yeah. yeah. Well, even what just the juxtaposition between that banter at the beginning, yeah, and then the the way they just fucking blast it in, yeah, like yeah, yeah, machine. I mean, I could sick. go, I could, I could do a whole episode just on their on their stage dialogue. They're, yeah. they're funny guys. That I mean, they they seem very non-ironic to me. I want to, I want to, yeah. you know, want to get into that. Really 
Yeah, one of my favorite bands. This is a live album they put out on Bandcamp. Check it out. Awesome. Don't clap yet. Leo, am I up? Oh, yeah. You are. You are up. Okay. So... I'm sticking in the same geog- uh, geographical area, in a Brooklyn. way. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And I'm going with Buck Owens. Um, so I've been kind of just, again, this time of year, I'm thinking a lot about wanting warm weather, being in warm weather. Um, hey, you know where I come from? It's basically warm weather. It was like 90 degrees like last weekend. Yeah. yeah. It was rainy and Thanks, wet when you man. showed up. Yeah. yeah, it's pouring rain here right now. Just before like, Henry's birthday, we had the most miserable couple days. It was like 90. I was like, you know, it was one of those nights where like I'm putting Henry to bed and it's 85 degrees in his bedroom and I find out his air conditioner's not working. I was like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not. Re- it's it's naughty. It's barely what? It's April. I'm not ready for an 85 degree night. And uh, so I took off the back of his air conditioning. I, I like gouged all the dust out of the accumulated you know, one of the greats, and it was just like, it was like singing. It was like, yes, we don't have to buy any air conditioning. I look, I really... He was comfortable, he slept great, he slept through the night. Yeah, yep. Henry's great. I'm glad to have him (laughs) hanging out. I'm super stoked to hear that you have really warm weather all the time. But I'm, I'm gonna say, even though Buck Owens grew up and was born in Texas. In the 1940s, he became a truck driver and became enamored with the whole Bakersfield area when he was traveling through it. And then after that, he became a musician and then he was on Hee Haw and did Act Naturally, which the Beatles did, which you can hear us talk about on our last episode of Flaming Pie, which we all do together. It's another uh, podcast we do. It's about the Beatles. It sure is. Um, But yeah, uh, Buck Owens is awesome. For some reason, it reminds me of... Here, I'm just going to drop this subtly in in the background. It really has almost nothing to do with Buck Owens other than um, it's a country song, and it sort of reminds me... Buck Owens reminds me of being at... um, Being at the Country Bear Jamboree. A gas station in Arvin. No, at the Country Bear Jamboree in either Disneyland or Disney World. And this is Homer and Jethro. A, um, like a very unique, like, country western act that sort of did straight songs, but also did, like, comedy songs. And this song, Fractured Folk Song, is amazing. Like, if you listen to it just as a song, but also, if you have the memory of it being sung by animatronic bears, it <laughs> takes on a very different um, view in your mind. It's amazing, but let's just hear just the smallest bit of fraction folk song. It's pretty much verbatim from the show. Yeah. It's like a little brown jug, only different. Now I can understand why they canceled Hootin' Nanny. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. This year, fractured folk song has a melody. And if we ever find it, how happy we will be. The ending is unusual. <laughs> no sorrows, no regret. We'd like to tell you what it is, but we ain't wrote it yet. 
All right, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm being I'm being belligerent now. So, I mentioned all this to talk about Buck Owens. I think he just wanted to double down. Who's the other dude in here? Roy Clark. Clark. Hee-haw's amazing. If you grew up in the 70s, early 80s. Vaudevillian. Vaudevillian, right? Please. Yeah, absolutely. Comedic. Yes, everything. Triple threat. And super fast guitar playing. We could do a Roy Clark. Oh, man. I, I got him queued up right here. I got Roy Clark. Like. About the 12th Street Rag. No, Roy Clark is amazing. Can you do that? Check it out. Check it out. Offset and everything. He's on a Mustang. Uh, uh, Jaguar. He's on a Jaguar. Let me see it. So this is the stinger at the end where he starts out playing it really fast and then he plays it twice as fast. Much smaller fretboard. <laughs> yeah, you know, short scale, Jaguar. Yeah, that's insane. Now, yeah, my, who does that? my memory Who's is that? seeing Roy Clark on the Beverly Hillbillies as a child where they had him dressed in a little like Little Lord Fauntleroy outfit and he was playing <laughs> did he the a, Great Pretender. Did he have a lolly? Yeah, but he was he was... Uh, yeah, he had like a ringlets wig, but he was doing the great pretender, but he kept throwing in like, he's doing like these weird falsetto and it's, it's really trippy and weird. Um, Sounds terrifying. Yeah. You know. So one of my favorite Buck Owens tracks from that whole Bakersfield area, the Bakersfield sound that hee haw 1970s country bear jamboree is. This one's on my playlist. That's why we're doing this. Uh, how long will my baby be gone? How long is forever? How soon is now or never? Mm-hmm. You can't hear it. How long will these heartaches linger on? And how I long shit. will my baby how wide is the notion? How deep is a devotion? How long do these sleepless nights go on? And how long will my baby be gone? Why were hand claps such a instrument back then? Hey, look at this guy. Is this this toast over here? Kenneth French toast. Jesus. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's music that makes me happy. I have yet to hear the um, Buck Owens and the Buckaroo live album. Live album formed at the White House for Lyndon Johnson. (laughs) <laughs> uh, anyone clock that? All the way. Okay. LBJ. Jesus Christ. So, who's up next? Me. Let's do so, this. So, speaking of the warmth 
of southern of, of uh, Bakersfield, California, and that hot sun that's uh, you know all those grapes grow in. Uh, I decided to go a totally different way. So this is Purple Mountains with Darkness and Cold. Let's just hear a little before we talk about this. So yes, that's Purple Mountains with Darkness and Cold. That's off the self-titled album released in uh, 2019 on Drag City Records. Thoughts, you guys? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, When the song came out, I remember thinking, man, I I hope David Berman's okay. And, you know, as it turned out, like he, he really wasn't. But then the video came out and we're like, oh, it was all like a bit, right? Like, cause his, his just wife is in the video. It's self-deprecating. He's, so like, he's, he's making a, a joke about fucking sad bastard country music. That's totally self-pitying. And his wife is in on the joke. Right. And yet at the same time, it's all a hundred percent. Like there's so no real. irony. There's no irony. It's funny, but there's no irony to it. Like, uh, the, the double bind is like, clearly this purple mountains album is like one of his absolute best albums. Yeah. And I find it almost impossible. To Someone to. give us the fucking punchline. It's very, there's, yeah, there's very, very the difficult. Punch, he fucking killed he, himself. He killed himself. Yeah. So, okay. So this Jesus is, we had, we had tickets. We thought, you know, we thought it's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Like, okay. So tickets is, to the show. Yeah. This is the final project of the late, genius poet david berman of the band that you might be more familiar that he led uh silver jews uh who does who was or they basically dissolved the decade prior before releasing this record um i love the silver jews very much uh, and i love this project also but as we've said it's a very difficult listen because yeah the pain is on display he's not hiding anything here and uh david berman committed suicide on august 7th 2019 and as sad as these songs are and the lyrics are on this album they're also very clever and very well written and i don't think anyone writes like david berman yeah there's a just a there's a clarity to it yeah it's it's really it's really something 
Uh, rest in peace, David Berman. Um, I Good. Have a God. hard time listening to this without yeah. getting choked up. Every I, the it's album, good, but I mean, like every, the vi- we were just watching the video. Again, the video is hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious. Thing. It's like I was like, I didn't want to laugh, but it's like, because <laughs> like, like, I knew really, the back. He, like, he did this. Like, this is what yeah, he did. This is what he did. This is what he did. It's to so us. meta. All, all of the it's, double bind. All of the emotional. Get like, it. Yeah. It's just like a very brutal, honest look at life. No, I get that, but I don't. The whole package. Did you ever, uh, did you see the Silver Shoes? It's too much. I I know, I've never saw David Berman's played live at all. Shit. Really regret it, yeah. I I saw both of the tours, the 2006 tour and the 2000. We didn't have that opportunity. Amber and I, very early in our relationship, we saw the Silver Shoes. So so that was going to be a nice, like, callback. Go to In-N-Out after? Probably. Sounds great. Who's up next? Uh, I just had to move on from this fucking suicidal... (laughs) Crazy, no, but I'm Great. sorry. No, pr- pr- promo it on the way out. The I'm sorry. I didn't mean fan- to talk. The music is fantastic. If you're not familiar with Purple Mountains or the Silver Jews, again, it's definitely worth checking out, in my opinion. Um, if you are a songwriter or if you are someone it's who likes to sick. write poems, I mean, the dude wrote books. He wrote Actual Air. Um, and I just, I, again, I just think that his writing yeah. is genius and witty and 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 just like ways that you were just like wow that seems so simple but like there's no way i would have ever put that phrase together and i haven't heard or read anyone that can put together words the way david berman does one cool thing about uh knowing you guys and then doing this podcast is i've never heard of these guys i have um, uh, i have a bootleg pdf here called the colonial manuscript uh it's here we go um some of his like published writings, but that just showed up in like zines or things that were just one-offs that weren't reprinted. Oh, wow. So I'll, I'll send you that. Okay, okay. Thank you. cool. So you were pretty aware of this cat? Yeah, you know, I mean, they're, the Silver Jews are kind of twinned with pavement, like love. Obviously, uh, love, you went hate. to the show and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, um, like, uh, it was just they're, something they're that They're very much a, their own. I think David Berman kind of resented being paired with pavement all the time because pavement were kind of more successful uh, Stephen Malkmus was in the Silver Jews. That's how they started the band. But uh, yeah, you know, let's just give props to David Berman on, in his own right. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like so. <laughs> like, yeah, I just that's not anything that's ever been on my radar. You're, not, you're cool. not a deep pavement head. I like pavement. I you know, but I, not like I never really. Jason, I think you would really deep. like. As you know, I've been as, trying as lately. sad as it may be or whatever, but it, okay. I think you would really like the Purple Mountains album over almost any Silver Jews album, honestly. Just because over the, silver the strings Jews. and just the way the songs are arranged, I don't know. I think yeah. it would, I think you would find something that you like. Well, that's it. where I'll dip my toe in first, yeah. but you know, like I said, I've been trying to branch out more lately. Who's next? Uh, I think we're back to Eric. Boom. Okay. Uh, do you want me to fade in or are you gonna fade yourself in with the volume on your iPhone? Let's see if we can chart this one, boys. No, I have two more songs. We're going. I have two more, the, not songs, but two more artists. I theoretically have three. The the Toddcast okay. most. So we're, the here we go. Most. Everyone, hang in there. We're gonna we're gonna do this. There's still some editing. Um. No, but this is fine for. I'm gonna pull another one from my mental plane playlist from yesterday. Which please is, do. Uh, Deer Hoof. Uh, oh, that's so from, funny. From 2020, did you have you heard this album, Love Lore? No. 
It's a covers album, but they, they took all these it's like, I don't know, there's like 80 or 90 songs and they cut them up into like tiny pieces and jammed them together in these huge medleys. I heard Yoko Ono compared to Deerhoof today. Yeah, well, you know, that's there. They've, they're, <laughs> they have a, a Japanese woman singing. Yeah, no, I know. So I ju- um, it was just like, this is probably the most um, accessible part of this Love Lore album, which is uh, this absolute shredding jam on the Night Rider theme with a, a couple and when, I mean if we could play the whole track they go into Eddie Grant's uh, Electric Avenue oh man when they drop into Electric Avenue it's like I get chills on the back of my head. but you know we'll hear the um, we'll hear the Night Rider bit to me They're gonna drop into the the theme, and when they do, it's just like it's. That's nasty, dude. Just wait, wait for the wait for the moment. It's coming. Sick! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, you can bring it out. I don't... <laughs> I know, it's, it's only three minutes. So... Okay, yeah. I'm glad we make playlists. Leo, you're going to make a pretty sick playlist for oh, this yeah. episode? This, this or will be This will be on the Spotify playlist. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. got that one. Yeah. Um, and Great. I think, Eric, I think you make different playlists off of uh, something off other than Spotify in case you don't. If I sometimes follow I us on Twitter or whatever. If, on all, everything. if it exists, then I'll post it. Great. Um, yeah. Wow. That was fucking great. Yeah, but you didn't even hear the part where they went into Electric Avenue. That is but really, we will. Really we will. They're going to drop down too. Uh, did you have it? Just Give it, it to me right now. now. All right, let's cue it up. Do it. Uh, I'll, okay. Or not. Bring me up. Bring me up. Yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. This is the same track. Clearly hear that. And they get a little Gary Newman at the very end, so you're gonna hear nope. it all. Yep. Here it comes, here it comes. Dude, Eddie Grant's nasty too. Yeah. He was in the equals. He was the equals police on my back. Oh, you're gonna so have you, to school me, Gary Newman. Yeah, he was in this band called the Equals. Uh, I love really, it. They did the original Police on My Back. Damn, long career that guy. And he uh, he did the theme song from Romancing the Stone. 
I love that movie. Remember when they burned huge kilos of marijuana to keep themselves I, warm in the plane? I don't remember a lot of details about it. I mean, I watched Amazing it when movie. I was a kid. Yeah. Michael Great Douglas. Flick. Yeah. <sighs> was there a sequel? Never to leave in your whole heart alone. Every night. Was there a sequel? Day. Was there a sequel? Or was there? Oh, uh, probably. Oh, the something of the Nile. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm ahead. Jewel of the Nile. Were you, te- were you, were you testing me? No, no. I was genuinely. Try- <laughs> I was genuinely trying to remember. Yeah. Are you trying to pull up "Romancing the Stone" by Romancing Eddie Grant? Romancing the Stone. Because you can pull that up too. Who's up next? Robert Zemeckis. No, but because we play, it was that a Zemecki. I think it goes to you, Jason. I should go to. Should I pull up Eddie Grant? Can you do? You, can you pull up "Romancing the Stone" real quick? I've got the Wikipedia well, article for. No, but the song. Oh, you want the while romance? I get ready, ready? Yeah, let's to get go. let's get some uh, Eddie Grant. Yeah, because we just talked about it. Just because we're, we're this but is good want, for a fucking summer playlist. Please, Eric. If you look up police on my back, you know. Well, and that's a great. You know, got, tap ads into it. As soon as he says it, we'll just drop it in. Don't play the ads. I heard the uh, people really Seconds. enjoyed our looser episode of Flaming yeah. Pie that we did. Yeah, I got some good feedback. Yeah, on that people one. didn't mind the I fact that we had some bad feedback it. too, but I don't give a fuck. Fuck that. So, I'm uh, glad that we had any feedback, and you didn't even tell me about this. You no, guys I didn't. shield it me wasn't from sig- this. It wasn't significant enough to pass along. Uh, bring my Play channel up. Fucking, <laughs> who fucking said romancing what? the stone. No, I'm not gonna. It's, it's fine. I'm Play it. Kidding. I'm, I'm, no, I really don't. Okay, here we go. This is so good, dude. You remember? Did you see this shit? I don't care. Yeah. Dude, I know this shit. That's some sick, um, heavily filtered 303 bass on there. Yeah, okay. We don't need to fuck with it a lot, but I mean, that's fine. That's a goddamn jam. So you said I was up next. Again, we're talking about summertime. So I'm thinking reggae, but I'm also thinking like Calypso. So, and I'm also thinking, of course, Disney. All right. <laughs> so, are we, hey, are we thinking about Gilbert Gottfried? Because R.I.P. R.I.P. to a great one. We uh, don't like to timestamp our episodes, but yeah, he's recently passed, and uh, uh, Yago. Yeah, the little the little loved uh, makeover R. of the the tiki room, tiki room. But Dissecting you know, I think Disney people have uh, coming coming soon. People have come around, I think, to the the remake of the tiki room and the, the kind of come to new again. Come to appreciate it, even though it was seen as a completely cynical cash in at the time. A horrible train but, wreck uh, that literally. You know, hey, burnt. it was two two great ones down: Phil Hartman and Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, how I wish we could spend some time with those two birds again, you know? Uh, Edelwan Roberts from Trinidad, better known as Lord Kitchener, um, was an amazing uh, artist. His most famous track is probably Jump in the, uh, Jump in the Line. Rock Your Body on Time. Uh, Harry Belafonte, Beetlejuice, blah, blah, blah. 
but he's got uh, a bunch of other amazing tracks. Uh, let's hear his version real quick. This is not my pick. Everyone's okay. Heather already fucking called my. Uh, I've been called out nobody's for trying gonna, to like. Nobody's going to see as I sneak these little nuggets into my pocket. I would here. take that little bag of marijuana for your trip. What is? I mean, honestly, I'm thinking of California where customs are a little bit higher grade. This looks pretty. Dang. I grew this myself, and I have like seven. Yeah, so you're not like a, you're not like bags. the kind of like genetic scientists that we have. Uh, oh man. So this is Lord Kitchener's version of Jumping the Line, the original. Not Harry's. Not my pick for my song, but we're just gonna chill for a second. Take that whole huge bag of marijuana, dude. It's summertime. No, I'm just gonna take a couple. Welcome. Or couple take the yeah, casual nugs. Super scratchy recording. But you hear Calypsonians. the So he won like uh, an award back in Trinidad when they have the big festivals like the. I guess it's a uh, carnival, basically. Yeah. So he won an award for that. Um, Best Calypso. Yes. Um, so yeah. Well, that's the, the weird thing about Calypso. It's very competitive, right? It was like a, really had to you had to cut cut each other down. Yeah, that's. I think that's why they had like. It was like a cutting contest. Right, and it 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 shows up even like. When reggae and stuff comes to the states, where they have like the huge sound systems, and it's like it was like a con, not a contest, but it was just like a show, very much a show, and it's awesome. Uh, can I? I mean, this is a sidebar, but can I talk about like the most, Please. the most, uh, my most beloved bootleg? <sighs> um, there's one known recording of King Tubby's sound system in action in Kingston. And, I was talking about. Uh, oh my god, you got you you really you need to like you need to smoke about this much and then put that tape on because Zero it's zero problem. It's, it's so low fidelity. It's like imagine being okay. Imagine <laughs> being like two streets over, right? Two streets yeah. over and you hear this thing booming through buildings. That's what the recording is, and it's nineteen seventy five, so it's not a good tape. It's no. not good like it's so completely like you're so many degrees removed from what's actually happening that you well, have the humidity plays a big part of the recording. I, I feel, I, think. I feel like if you put yourself in the mind space of this tape and you're, you know, blunted enough or whatever, um, it's just, you're going to travel into the tape. And yeah. I, it's, it's amazing. I think you can do that with this track. I chose, uh, all right. PP 
everybody know is mine. Registration number, well, it's PP99. She's a very fast mover with a lot of horsepower. So the record should know that they are moving this PP so. I go park with PP any place, any place, any place. With me big fat pump moving the way. The whole are last here, well they really make me mourn. Anytime they appear, his kitchen a car we gone. And they saw people laughing. When they see me car going, hear them, catch what you gonna do. You sing on them so they sing on you. I go back with Pippi any place, any place, any place. We have a canoe race that passes by our farm here. Oh, yeah. You've heard me talk about animatronics and different sort of drum beats coming from the woods. Do you guys go woods. out there and... No, we go out in the we, woods we did and brown face? No, with fucking cowbells. I, I, go, I go regular <laughs> face. No, we haven't okay, done Okay, so that. it's a main version of the yeah. jungle. Sort of. Well, we try to create that for them. They're, they're in competition, and we're basically trying to disrupt them. Okay. I'm not going to believe it. You get a Jeep out there, get it turned over? Good really God. Climb up a pole, get, get some rhino. Well, you know, speaking... That's Mark Davis, okay? He yeah, he's trying to, trying to make it funny. Have you heard? Have you seen the original? Hey, dude, we are ready to go. Have you ever seen the original Jungle Cruise where it wasn't funny? It's fucking yeah. dull. It's I fucking liked dull. The frogs. It, I, I mean, like it. Who's who's? <laughs> it's my turn. Next. We're talking about good. Eric, I can't wait to dissect Disney with you. I, I feel like we just got to keep dropping little seasonings in here. You know. Get there. Build up to an Okay, okay. There. So speaking of good ride-throughs, <laughs> uh, Christ. I'm going to change things up a little bit and uh, go some, with a little out of order. And what do you got? I'm going to drop some Gil Scott Heron. Woo! Home is where the hatred is. Uh, it's another, like, super um, blind spot for me. What are the three archetypes? Like the snob, the normie, and the... It's so dumb. I feel dumb. I literally feel dumb sometimes.
<laughs> Come on, man. How did I not know this, Leo? That's a sick track, you know? Yeah. So Gil Scott Heron and Home is where the hatred is. That's off of the release of a man album recorded on April 19th and 20th in 1971. So this month is the 51st anniversary of this album, as it so happens. Right. Uh, this was released on Flying Dutchman Records. Side note. Whoa. The Dutch played a significant role in the development of slavery during the 17th century, partly because of their use of slaves, but also because of their promotion of sugar plantations. Yeah. So Dutch this song West Indies. just slays me every time I hear it. Those first lyrics, a junkie walking through the twilight on my way, on my, I'm on my way home. That just hits so fucking hard. And the lyrics never let up. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. This song just hits really hard. Uh, it's like a straight rapper, right? Yeah. You know, uh, poet, Gil Scott Heron. If you're not familiar with it, go listen to Gil Scott Heron. It's got a voice, too. What's this? Yeah. I mean, it's like straight rap, right? Well, it's... You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruption. <laughs> yep. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. I the revolution will not love be that shit. Yeah, and, and like, listen to, like, the breadth of shit that he has throughout his career because, uh, you know, it goes from straight up poetry to like this soul funk stuff to kind of experimental stuff in his later uh you know like some of his later albums it just gets really is you know not such an easy listen it's pretty it's it's a little challenging but um I must admit, but just for the record, you were talking shit. Long rap about no not being legislated for the people you've always hated in this hellhole that you, we, call home. No knock, the man will say, to keep that man from beating his wife. No knock, the man will say, to protect people from themselves. No knocking head, rocking, enter, shocking, shooting, cussing, killing, crying, lying, and being white. No knock. No knocks on my brother Fred Hampton, bullet holes all over the place. No knocks on my brother Michael Harrison, jammed a shotgun against his skull. For my protection, who's gonna protect me from you? The likes of you, the nerve of you. To talk that shit face to face, your tomato face, deadpan, your deadpan, deadening another freedom plan. No knocking, head rocking, enter shocking, shooting, cussing, killing, crying, lying, and being white. But if you're wise, no knocker, you'll tell your no knocking lackeys, ha, no knock on my brother's head, no knock on my sister's head, no knock on my brother's head, no knock on my sister's head, and double lock your door, because soon someone may be no knocking. That's o- Ovlov. Ovlov. Ovlov? Ovlov. Fantastic. 
you were the one that introduced it. Yeah, it's very 90s revival, but shit. It's great. These are all just things that we're listening to and that are going to be on. Sick playlist. You're gonna find that on the playlist. Yeah, sick playlist. Calypso and just get ready for summer. Yeah. Do you have one more? Uh, I got one more to round this out. I can do one more too. Uh, this is kind of a weird, weird pick, especially for me uh, because it's not like someone you could just turn the radio on and hear. Uh, this is Wonderful Broken Thing, and it's a uh, kind of like a California garage band, basically. Um, they're from the 80s, definitely. Uh, it was fronted by a, a dude that was big in the skateboard industry. Um, he did a lot of graphics. He did a lot of, like, uh, behind-the-scene production work in the skate industry uh if you're a fan of h street or any of the h street videos which were very popular back in the day hocus pocus shackle me not um i'm i'm basically ready to do a um you know a skate rock you know episode of of collapse out you know what i mean i'm not i'm not opposed to that and i sure. hope this is not Southern california we had we had stuff like rov and stuff that was on later right i mean this is not wonderful broken thing this is jfa this is the day walt disney died that's the track name that's right it wasn't recorded the day he died i wonder if they did it doesn't sound like 1966 to me it does not you know what you know what was recorded the day he died? Tomorrow never knows. Are you serious? I I mean it could be. Yeah. It could be listen, pretty close. Listen to Flaming Pie. Uh probably three episodes from now or two episodes from now. When I'm out. not until I'm safe back in California. Ensconced in its bosom. But yeah, this is JFA the day Walt Disney died. Uh skate rock is awesome. So is JFA. Whoa, that got fast. It did. Okay, so wonderful broken things. A little bit more mellow. A little bit more. This definitely, to me, sounds. Again, I I've been sticking with the theme here it sounds like california to me blah 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 you're here from california i just you're from california leo that is true i just uh, i just want to the main uh the main character of uh, america is california let's hear roam around by wonderful broken thing This is not violent films. Be nice. Be nice. 
there. They got the brushes on the snare. And... Oh, for sure. Have you ever heard the fir- the earliest Frank Black demos? It totally sounds like Violent Femmes. Mm. Totally. Very influential band. Fair, fair. People made a money, I made a bone. People made a money, I made a bone. Build higher up and feel more. I don't know, I like it. It sounds like, I guess it sounds like college rock. I like it. Summer sky makes its own kind of light. Summer sky makes its own kind of light. From around and around. So. Their music was just kind of pretty hard to find until um, they've got, they finally got a digital release in 2005. Other than that, it was pretty much on escape videos or maybe a, like a Thrasher magazine sort of compilation sort of thing. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Is this sick or no? No, maybe it sucks. I don't know. I'm grooving on it. (laughs) Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. You can't have a crisis of confidence on the show. (laughs) No, but I love this stuff. Not a red record button. Yeah, no. Absolutely. No, so, I mean, I love this stuff, and it's one of those things that, like, it's a total time machine for me. I can, I can imagine the skate video that it's attached Leo, you got one more? Speaking of time machines, I'm going to take us back to a time machine. Good God. 1974. It's getting talking, older and older. Yeah. We're talking Brian Eno. Here come the warm jets. Oh man, those jets are warm. <laughs> you know what? You gotta roll off the tone control. Roll off the tone control. <laughs> That's some warm jet right there. Bells coming in from the previous track. There's a long, like, slowed down the, bell. That. Yeah. He's one of those ones that we were talking about the other night. Yeah. What did I? I. What did you say about Brian Eno? We'll let it roll for a second, bud. Right. Yeah. No, I know. Drums. I love the drums. My favorite. They never arrive arise above a mere whisper in the track. Yeah, these fucking wisp, wispy guys. Mixed very very low. And also like kind of out of sync. Like yep, it sounds yep. like <laughs> piss someone off. Weird sixteenth disco. 
Was it Brian playing the drums? I don't know. I mean, he's doing like all the mixing. <laughs> That's what I mean. like, he didn't play. <laughs> you that wonder much. if he was just like, fuck the Phil Manzanera on guitar. Leo, why is this important? Because so, it's fucking yes. cool as hell. Yeah, hell yeah, it's fucking cool as hell. Brian Eno, Here Come the Warm Jets, off the album Here Come the Warm Jets, released in January 1974 on Island Records. This is Brian Eno's debut album following his departure from Roxy Music. Uh, the album features some fucking amazing musicians. Is that what you're looking up right now? Yeah. So Phil uh, Manzanera. Andy McKay. Oh, Manzanera's not on that track. I'll be damned. Uh, Paul Thompson. These are all people who are on his album. Uh, Simon King of Hawkwind. Woo! Uh, Bill Mc- I don't know. McCormick of Matching Mole. Paul these are, these are Rudolph. Some Trust us, these are some fucking heavy prog hitters right here. Paul Rudolph, Pink this Fairies. Murderer's Row of Robert Fripp. Busta John, Jones? Did you say Busta Jones yet? I didn't say that, but John Welton. What's wrong with me? John, John Wetton. Wetton. From uh, King Crimson. Yeah, Wetton, sorry. Oh, I like King Crimson. That's good. You like uh, Red? You like Red? I like the bass player that uh, performed on Double Fantasy. Which one was that? It was, it was Whoever the bass good. player from King Crimson is. You're talking about Tony Levin. You're talking about Tony Levin, but... He played on Double Fantasy. Tony Levin. Yeah, later guy. We'll get to this in the so season two of Brian, the, you know, the, the Thunderfingers he, guy. He, he also used like a, a gospel vocal group called uh, Sweet Feet. I'm not sure what song that they were on. I should look that up, but I'm not going to right now. So, other reasons why this album is so I'm sorry, fucking Leo. cool. Yeah, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, we got to go through this murderer's road. <laughs> uh, so, Brian, you know, used some odd methods and instructions with his uh, with the various musicians to achieve. One of a kind results. Um, I adore this song. I think there are different vocal lines sung over each other, so that way you really can't tell what the hell he's saying. Yeah, um, I, d- I dig that. Yeah, the guitar riff is otherworldly. Like Eric was saying earlier, we ro- you roll back that tone knob and ride those mids to those lows. Uh, the percussion is fucking insane. Yeah, it was, we- it was, you know, it, it seemed out of phase, maybe, like, yeah, we were, it, I'm not sure it, it if gets that out of made phase. it in, but it, it's a, a definitely a unique choice. I think it's, I think so it's cool. Um, that's I think Paul it's cool. Rudolph, the guitarist from, on Double uh, Fantasy. he was, um, he was in the Pink Fairies, yeah. uh, Kick-Ass, Never Neverland. Um, Did you not hear me demos? say that earlier? One. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Two, three. <laughs> There's like three noted bassists on this album. Yeah, he used all fucking kinds of people. Oh, wow. He was an er- Jesus he, er- he tried out for Sparks, but he didn't get in. Wow. So there's Bill McCormick, Paul Rudolph. Paul Rudolph on, on guitar. Robert Fripp. Guitar. Many, John Welton. Many layers of guitar. Okay, Jesus. Track. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I've always wanted to hear So the what song. were you saying about Brian Eno being pretentious? Uh, Wow, it's almost like you were in the room. I wasn't saying he was pretentious. I was just saying. I, I was just gonna say, like, I like plenty of guys who are pretentious. I mean, that's it's all right. I do it's too. No, it's no just problem. more like I like music. We all like music, but it's like I feel like if you want to be like one of those super music nerds, you have to be like Selective? feel a certain way about Brian Eno. And other, we, yeah, he's cool we as rattled hell. off a bunch of other bands. 
But I mean, I think he just gets like is, overly hyped. It might be possible that he's like a musician's musician or something like that. Maybe that's well, I don't know. kind of the term I, mean, I was shooting for. There's a certain just like you're like a, okay, I guess masturbatory. What, what seems a little over overplayed to me is his is like he's the say the mystic sage of pop music you know like he's he's the cold, he's the cold play whisperer he's go <laughs> he's gonna go into the cold place yeah. you know this yeah. was 12 22 years ago when he ever he worked with cold play but like he's gonna go into the cold play session and give them some oblique strategies to really and yeah cold play is gonna really bust the mold wide open on this one they're not they're yeah. gonna sound like the band that's constantly chasing the top 40 in the most craven way. Right. I guess uh, it just became like, uh, a f like what band aid is to, uh, adhesive strip. Yeah. Uh, Brian Eno became to. Yeah. But music. you know, in terms of his actual you know? records, like shit, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good records. Of course. I mean, I, I wouldn't really stump for anything he's done since like 1983. Right. But, um, but I mean, I don't just fucking, I mean, I, I, Fuck, I mean, I'm we're going way off here. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't, like, sit I don't, like, I mean, some sit down on a Sunday to take a can listen to some Brian Eno right Some now. people would say you two did their that? best work before they hooked up with Brian Eno. You two? Yeah. You just but, say you two? Okay, well, were you going to stand on that leg? What? Were you? No, I like the uh, I like the Joshua Tree just fine. You know, Brian Eno's been in a lot of different stuff. You know, he's he's helped produce some slow have dive heard, stuff. Hey, have, you ever, have you ever heard of this album, Octung Baby? It fucking slaps. No, both of those. That's fine. I mean, you see my surroundings. You obviously know I don't mind that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you have me at a disadvantage. Octung Eric, Baby. It's been, Check it out, Leo. Okay. Leo, can All you right. believe? She moves in mysterious ways. You heard that one? Please. I think we're ready to wrap this episode up. <laughs> Leo, I'm so can, glad that he's in studio uh, That's now. all I was going to say. <laughs> yeah! Leo, can you believe he's actually here with us? Yeah, we, he's not just a mute button I'm, away. I'm making noise right, on your hear, mics that you can't mute. Yeah, normally we would have shut, <laughs> shut this if down. If you mute me, ago. you mute yourself. That's yeah, true. Exactly. Um, so... So yeah, I mean this this is kind of the end of the episode, right? Yeah, so, and we're gonna be doing. Yeah, I gotta um, get back. Uh, I gotta get back to the house because Henry is probably still up. So I definitely. Gotta... So we're gonna be doing podcasts across our this uh, collapse out and flaming pie. Yeah, we're uh, part of the, the whole time here. We're gonna do WPOD up, up to Network. six podcasts. Wow, crazy! In the next four weeks. Yes. Awesome. Stay so. tuned. We're, we got a lot of stuff uh, on the back burner that we've here. been thinking about doing some like some deeper dive stuff. Um, we won't give anything away, but we are definitely uh, we have a little bit of research ahead of us for some of the things that we want to dive into. We definitely talked some of, about some of it tonight. But anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, thanks. Hey, we'll see you next time, right? Good evening. Absolutely. Say goodbye, Eric. Uh, this has been Collapse Out. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we're at collapseoutpodcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at collapseoutpodcast, and on Twitter at collapseout. And if you'd like to check out uh, playlists based on this episode, uh, highlighting a lot of the music that we talked about, as well as... Uh, all of our other episodes, you can check out spotify.com slash user slash leo.coronado5. That's L-E-O dot C-O-R-O-N-A-D-O-5. Thanks again for listening.